0: He's worthy today, did she mention? Did she mention? Oh, He's been worthy. He's been faithful. Has He been faithful to you? How many of you know God's got the plan? Hey, we ain't got to look nowhere else. We just got to look to Him. Woo, He's good, is He not? (laughs) He's so good. Take your Bibles, turn to Leviticus chapter number 25. I done blown some of your minds just by saying that. huh? Where in the world are we going in Leviticus? Huh? Oh, you just, hey, let me tell you something. If you really want to see Jesus in the Bible, just open it up. Huh? Stand to your feet when you find your place. Some of you having trouble, it's in the Old Testament, all right? Leviticus chapter number 25. I love you. I thank God for you. I'm glad you're here today. He's got a word for us, Amen. Listen, if He ain't stirred in your heart already, why don't you just come get saved? Let's just cut it it dry. I mean, you just need to get saved. God is good. God has been moving in our hearts. He's been stirring today. Why? Because He's here. Because He's here. Leviticus chapter number 25. Let's just take a look and let's just take a look at my Jesus. Some of y'all ain't got no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, let's just get on with it, right? Verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Mount Sinai, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Six years thou shalt sow thy field, and six years shalt thou not prune that vineyard, and gather in the fruit thereof. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land. A Sabbath For the Lord, thou shalt neither sow thy field nor prune thy vineyard. That which groweth of its own accord of thy harvest thou shalt not reap, neither gather the grapes of thy vineyard undressed. For it it is a year of rest unto the Lord. And the Sabbath of the land shall be meet for you, and, and thee and for thy servant, and for thy maid, and for thy hired servant, and for thy stranger that sojourneth with thee. And for thy cattle and for the beasts that are in thy land shall all the increase thereof be meat. And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years, and the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month, and the day of atonement shall ye make the trumpet sound throughout all your land." And ye shall hallow the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you. And ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family. And you say, Where's my Jesus in that? Oh, you just get ready. Oh, you just get ready, folks. Oh, there's a jubilee, all right. There's a great jubilee. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this day that you've given us. God, I thank you for what, my, God, what you've already done in my heart this day, God. Oh, God, we give you praise. God, I give you thanks. God, now I know all across this sanctuary, God, there's people in need. God, we are a people in need, God, whether we want to admit it or not. God, there's people battling things in here, God, that nobody knows about. God, there's there's things going on, God, people don't even want to live no more, God. God, I pray you reach out of glory, God, you've already stirred in us, God, I pray you hide your word in us, God. God, that today as we search the scriptures, God, as we go through your precious word, God, you reveal yourself to us. Oh, God, draw us closer to you. Oh, what a good God you are. Oh, God, as you told Moses, you're full of goodness and truth. Mm. God, today we're a people that need truth. So God, I pray now, Oh, God, reach down and touch us as only you can. God, I, God, I know what I am. I'm just a man that's going to return to dust. But you are God. <laughs> but you are God. And you've got a word for your people this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You say, is there a word in Leviticus 25 for us today? You better believe there's a word for us in Leviticus 25. Now, some of you Bible scholars are saying we're in Leviticus. You know who that was written to. You know that, what that was written for. But can I tell you the Old Testament is looking unto Christ. Right. Well, some of y'all need a Bible school lesson. Huh? The Old Testament is looking unto Christ. And if we dig down into the Old Testament, we'll be able to see Jesus. Amen? I mean, look at this today. What a a blessing this Jubilee would have been. Uh Uh-oh. Well, you see, see the the Bible, if you search Scripture, there's no evidence that this Jubilee ever took place. Oh, some of y'all, look at your faces. All we've got to do is flip over to Jeremiah, 1 Chronicles. We can find out real quick like what happened for 490 years. For 490 years, disobedience unto God, but yet God had a plan the whole time. (laughs) Look look in Scripture. Look at verse number 1. First we see, And the Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, Can I tell you, just as God was talking to Moses then, God is talking to us today. (laughs) Can I tell you, just as God was giving Moses that plan in that day for his people, the children of Israel, God is giving us a plan today. Oh, you ain't got to agree with that, huh? But it is a reality. God has not fell asleep. God, listen, God has not stepped off the throne. Je- Jesus is still at the right hand, sitting there. Folks, he ain't got up and walked away. He's still there. Thank you, Lord. Huh? And so his plan is still at work. He is still moving amongst us. Can I tell you who owns the plan today? Folks, it's not you and I. It's not a nation. Right, right. Huh? It's not the kings and the rulers of this world. But it's Almighty God. Amen. Can y'all hear me loud and clear? Amen. Huh? I said it's not rulers of this world. It's not presidents. It's not kings. It's not you and I. But it's God Himself who holds the plan. And today, listen, we don't have to look around and we don't have to search any further than God's holy word to see His plan. So number one, guess who is speaking? God is. Guess who's giving the plan? God is. God is. Look at this, the Old Testament pointing to Christ, His coming, His sacrifice, His shed blood on the cross, His death, His burial, and His resurrection. Look in the Jubilee and see God's plan for His children. And look in the Jubilee and see what God's got for you and I. Let's read on. (laughs) Mm. You see, they would start the Jubilee. Or before the Jubilee, they'd ring a trumpet. Oh, devil trying to work on my throat today. Huh? You see, every year, they would start the new year with a trumpet. Right? And on the... Tenth day, the seventh month, they would have the Day of Atonement. How many of you know today what the Day of Atonement represents? Hmm? The shed blood. The shed blood for the forgiveness of sin. So it's important first that we realize the order of what takes place. You first have the trumpet sounding, then you have, The day of atonement. Can I tell you, was there somebody proclaiming Jesus and His coming? Was there something that took place in the life of Jesus Christ as He walked this earth? You see, there was the trumpet sound. There was the calling out of the coming of the Lord Jesus. And then there was the sacrifice that Jesus Himself became. He shed blood on the cross at Calvary. while that we might be forgiven of our sins. Notice, nextly, after the Day of Atonement, <laughs> every 50th year, at the end of the day, the trumpet would blow again to begin the year of Jubilee. The 50th year. Now, during that 50-year period, there were those that had been enslaved. There are those that, had communica- uh, that accumulated debt There were those in bondage. Huh? Over that 49 year period. There were those that were enslaved to somebody else. Hmm? But as that trumpet sounded. For that jubilee to begin. Did you catch what happens in the word of God? Go to verse number 9 with me this morning. Verse number 9 says this. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound. On the tenth day of the seventh month and the day of atonement shall you make the trumpet sound throughout all your land. And you shall hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be a jubilee unto you. And you shall return every man unto his possession. And you shall return every man unto his family. So can you just imagine those that's enslaved, those that's in bondage. Y'all go with me this morning. Can you get a picture of that? Some of them for 49 years been bound up. Huh? And at the trumpet sound, can you just imagine? Brother Steve, the chains fell off. <laughs> the chains fell off. They're not in bondage anymore. Can I tell you, land restored back to its original owner. Hmm? You say, what's that got to do with me today? Huh? Oh, what's that got to do with me today? Can I tell you, you there's some people in bondage in this place this morning. I know it because I could feel it. Uh-oh. Huh? We got some things weighing us down. We got some things dragging us down. Hello. Yeah, come on, preacher. I asked you this morning, could we just be real before God? Come on. You see, because if you came in this place, and listen, every one of you looked good this morning. Yeah. But what really matters is what's up under them looks. I I told him this morning, brother Bodie, he needs to take off that makeup. Huh? Thank God brother Bodie don't wear makeup. Huh? But but we sometimes we need to take off everything we got on the outside. Sometimes we just need to strip down before God and see who we really are. I mean, that's what God is calling us to do. Do do you realize on that day of atonement, there was fasting that took place. There was repentance that took place. And there was forgiveness. You ain't got to agree with me for it not to be true. But that's what's true today. And many of you, you say, well, how is that possible for us? Can we not see Christ in the scriptures? You see, Isaiah was looking ahead. (laughs) Isaiah was looking ahead. He knew. Folks, he knew about the Jubilee. <laughs> Some of y'all still ain't with me. I said Isaiah knew of the Jubilee. Look at what he writes. In, in chapter number 61 of, of Isaiah, he says this, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Amen. Yeah. Some of y'all got no idea who Isaiah's talking about. Hmm? You know who Isaiah's talking about? He's talking about the coming Messiah, folks. Uh, he's talking about the one, the only one that would need to sacrifice truly and holy and one final sacrifice for all time. Amen. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we move ahead. Now, you, uh, y'all you go there with me. Now, some of y'all done went to Isaiah. Let's go ahead and read uh, verse 2 to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Now do me a favor, go over to Luke chapter number 4. Luke chapter number 4. Go there with me. Can I tell you there's only one? There is only one who can proclaim himself the Son of the living God. Huh? Look with me. Luke chapter number, chapter 4 verse number 17 this morning. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Folks, there's only one that can read this. And it be true. Huh? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captive captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the lord what is jesus proclaiming here i am that one I am that one. Yes, you can take it back to Genesis if you want to. Jesus was there. You can take it to Leviticus. Jesus was there. Do you think when they handed him that scroll that he didn't know what was written upon that scroll? He knew those very words that he would read. And he is who he proclaimed to be. And I got to tell you today, there's some people that's broken hearted in this place today. Huh? I said there's some people that's broken hearted today. There's some people who want to quit today. There's some people who want to give up. You know what? They, there's some people today who don't even want to live. Huh? And you call yourself a Christian. Uh-oh. You know why I say that? Because I have to say that to myself. Huh? Yes. Days we want to give up. Days that we don't want to live. Days we get tired. Days we get weary. Some of you have been carrying a load. Huh? Oh, some of you have been carrying a load. Some of you need a jubilee in your life. I ask you this this morning. Do you remember when you asked Jesus Christ to come into your life? Do you remember when you asked him to forgive you of your sins and to save you? See, the, the problem is here today, many are living defeated because they don't even belong to Christ. That's right, yep, you're right. You say, wait a minute, I know I'm saved. Thank God if you know you're saved. I don't mean that it's going to be dandelions and tulips yep. on, after you get saved. Yep. Huh? I don't mean that it's not going to be trouble after you get saved. But I'm telling you this, if God's not stirring in your heart, if God's not stirring in your life, He may not be there. That's right. Amen. He may not be there. And today, as you sit under the Word of God, Jesus Christ Himself proclaims who He is. Huh? The One. Who can touch the brokenhearted? Huh? Listen, and he just doesn't touch the brokenhearted. Brother Rewart, he fixes the brokenhearted. Huh? The one that feels empty, the one that feels like they can't go on, is Jesus who says, I'll lift you up. Huh? <laughs> For the one who's failed miserably, oh, couldn't we just all lift our hands up high? Huh? Hey, the one who's failed God, the one who's turned their back on God, the one that over and over and over again doubts God. Oh, if we could be real this morning, though. Hmm? Oh, if we could just realize who He is this morning. What does He do? He takes you. Listen, and you go to Him in forgiveness, and He's faithful and just to forgive you. one who gives deliverance to the captive. Can you imagine what it would have been like at Jubilee time when the trumpet sounded and that slave knew they didn't have to be a slave no more? Hmm. And some of you need to realize this morning, you don't have to be a slave no more. Huh? Christ has done it all, folks. You don't see us having to take out a lamb or a goat. He's already done it all. He's already done it all. Deliverance to the captives. Jesus is the answer. Sight to the blind. I wonder how many this morning sit right here in service and you're walking in darkness. And you feel miserable. And you feel down and you, listen, what am I here to tell you this morning? You're not alone. We've all been there. We've all been there. I've been there. Look around. We've all been there but yet it's Christ who can pull us out. It's Christ who, listen, can put a song in our heart and joy, joy, down deep in our heart. Sight to the blind. Set at liberty those that are bruised. Can I tell you, He is the great Redeemer. He's the great Redeemer. Redeemer. Hear my heart. Listen, if there's somebody that's saved here today, it's because he saved you. And by the grace of God today, you'd be in hell. Oh, if not for his grace. If not for his grace. I ask you today, why is it that we'll take our problem to everybody but Jesus? Why is it that we'll take our concern to everybody but Jesus? Why is it that we'll take our pains to everybody else but to Jesus? Folks, listen, he was the answer then. He's the answer now. And tomorrow he'll be the answer. He is the answer. He is our redeemer. He is our restorer. He is our savior. Some of you, your homes are in shambles. Man, it gets quiet when we talk about the home. I got a burden for the home. I got a burden for families. Because the devil's on the rampage just ripping them to shreds. And I I don't understand why, why we don't gather up our kids and take them to the altar and pray over them. It's quiet in here. That's really burdened me, Brother Steve. Why don't I grab my kids and take them to the altar and pray over them? It's quiet in here this morning. Why is it that I doubt, huh, that God can take care of it all? Folks, because I'm just like you and you're just like me. And there's moments of weakness, there's moments of doubt. God, help us to be strong in Him. Amen. He's our restorer. Listen, I said your family's in shambles, your family torn apart. Who do you think can put it back together? It's not going to be a seven-step help book. Listen, I got books galore. I could pass out one to everybody in here today. But can I tell you there's only one book that's going to help your home? Listen, there's only one God that can help your home, and that's the God. The son of the living God leading your household. But you realize he'll only take what we give him. We can get really quiet this morning, but that's the truth. He can only take what we give him. He can only help us as much as we'll surrender to him. You know why for 490 years they never did the Sabbath? You know why they never enjoyed the Sabbath year, Brother Steve? Because of disobedience. Because of disobedience. And I'm afraid that so many people today will miss out on God's greatest blessings for your life because of disobedience. You know your heart. Thank God I don't know your heart today. But thank God Jesus does. Thank God Jesus does. So I wonder, I wonder, boy, will we go in disobedience or will we go following Christ? Will we go trusting and believing in who He is? Or will we deny Him who He is? And can I tell you, we can deny him all that we want to, and it does not change who he is. It does not change who he is. You see what he wanted for his children of Israel. Folks, he wants for us today. Huh? Freedom. From bondage of sin. Huh? Huh? Freedom. He wants restoration. And he wants a relationship. My voice is gone. Some of y'all can say, Praise God, it's gone. So I need you to listen really close. We can't even get to it all. I can sit here and preach that for well, we can preach it to the Till God takes us home. You know, which could be any minute. Because there is going to be one great trumpet that sounds. (laughs) But my heart has been heavy this week. (laughs) We're such a people of disobedience. You ain't got to lump yourself in there. I'll put myself in there. Boy, we want it our way. We want God to grant our wish. But many times we're not willing to surrender to His way. To surrender to what He says. We'll waller in a life that's an absolute mess. And then wonder where God is. He just put this on my heart. Listen to me. I'm saying this because I love you and He loves you. I can promise you that. He loves you because He's done everything for you. There may be somebody here truly this morning on their way to hell. God loves you. Jesus died for you. He shed His precious blood for you. That you might be saved. But can I cannot tell you, just as those children of Israel, until you come, hear my heart, until you come and you receive Him, you will stay in that lost state. And if you stay there, you will die and you will go to hell. You think I enjoy saying that? But that's a cold reality today. For some of you, you need some serious help. You're broken hearted. Truth is, you're broken. You're broken. And it's going to take Jesus to put you back together. Well, I think honestly, it's just time to do business with him. Sister, as you come and play, I want to ask you something today. Would you take an honest examination of yourself? Would you take an honest examination of yourself? Heads bowed and eyes closed all across this house. Boy, we don't need to be looking around, what we need to be doing is examining. Because I believe God wants to do big things in your heart today. I believe God wants to change your circumstance today. But hear me, friend, it'll only happen with obedience. With obedience. So I'm going to ask you, would you come? You're broken hearted, why don't you bring it to Jesus? <laughs> if you're hurting... Why don't you bring it to Jesus? If you've got a burden, why don't you bring it to Jesus? Can I tell you, He's here today. Oh, is He here today. You need healing today, He's here today. Oh, in these moments. Oh, as we seek His face, would you come? Oh would you come Heavenly Father God I thank you for this day God I thank you for who you are Jesus I thank you that you proclaim who you are our redeemer I restore our Savior. God, I pray we would seek you today. Oh, God, do we need a work in our lives. God, there's those that are weary today and really, truly want to give up. They're tired. God, strengthen them today. In Jesus' name I pray. If you would stand.